Yo, what up, podcast? Today's episode, I talk about uh, finally hitting a morning lift today and then go into the next step of the business plan, um, kind of just elaborating more on kind of the products and services and how I see the business evolving over, uh, you know, in the future. So hope you all enjoy. Uh, happy Friday. Yo, what up, everybody? It's Danny Neff with the Mind Body Garden Podcast, and welcome back to another episode. It is a chilly Friday morning, Friday, November 8th, 2019, um, and uh, it's Friday, so it's a great day, <laughs> and uh, getting a little bit of a late start on the podcast today, and sorry if it's echoing. I'm standing in the in our dining room waiting for the dogs to come back in um, from their uh, potty break before I go to work, but... Uh, a little bit of a late start to the podcast today. Just been like I woke up at like four. Um, I don't know. I've been falling asleep like super early, so <laughs> I like fall asleep at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock at night on the couch, and then wake up and I'm like, where am I? <laughs> and then I go into the bedroom, and then uh, you know I just like woke up like yeah super early today, and then uh, realized that I forgot to um, forgot to get more coffee filters, so. Went to Kroger at 4.30 to try to get coffee filters. Um, realized they don't open until 5. And sorry for the squeak. Got to let the dogs in. All right, girls. So I went to Kroger at 4.30. They don't open until 5. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just hop, hop across the street over to Speedway. And uh, Speedway, you know, I'm looking through there. Of course, they don't have any coffee filters. Because why would they sell coffee filters when they make and sell their own coffee. So, um, so I was like spying out everything and I'm like, well, I guess I'll just get a cup of coffee here and you know, whatever, that's fine. And then I look up and I see that there's coffee filters on top of the, <laughs> on top of the coffee makers. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a cup of coffee and then snag one of these filters. <laughs> but then I realized like this is for like an industrial coffee maker. So it's not even going to fit in mine anyways. So, so by the time I got out of there, um, you know, I had a small coffee from there and, you know, nowhere else around me was open. So rather than drive all the way across town, I'm like, whatever, I'll just go to Tim Hortons and get, get another coffee. So it's pretty, uh, pretty juiced after all that caffeine. And then, uh, got, uh, got a, you know, pretty good urge to, uh, to lift this morning. So that's like the first morning lift I've had in a while. And, um, you know, it just feels good to get, like, get that lift in, in the morning and like actually, kind of follow through on stuff that you want to do, but, but not because you have it like set in your mind, but just because you can feel, you know, you feel that motivation to do it in the moment. So, um, so I think that's important in like just following through on it, you know, actually doing it and not being like, I feel like there's some kind of fear associated with like lifting in the morning. So, um, you know, so it, it was an easier day today. It's back and biceps. So, you know, it's not like you can go, uh, you know, it's not like you're putting like, you know, 300 pounds on your back and you're squatting. So that, that's the big difference for me of like, you know, at least that was like a, a you know, quote unquote safer lifting day. But, uh, but you know that you got to start somewhere. And, uh, you know, now that I've kind of got it in my, in my blood, in my rhythm, you know, hopefully that'll uh, just keep carrying through and, you know, morning lifts or something that I can execute on more often and, uh, you know, and free up later parts of my day. Like I feel so, so amped right now, but like in a good, um, 
like a good way, not like overly amped, but just like wide awake and ready to go for the day. So, um, so yeah, so I'm just, uh, feeling good on that, but, uh, wanted to get back to the, uh, kind of the business plan that I had started working on yesterday. Uh, I did worksheet number one, uh, worksheet number two was more about, it was like kind of stupid. It's just about like, how was the business plan developed? What information is contained in the business plan? And I feel like that's, you know, the plan of the business. I don't know. Like that seems kind of dumb to me to like really go into that. Um, especially if I haven't written the business plan right now. So, um, so we're going to move on to worksheet three, which goes into vision. Um, and says the vision statement is an inspiration, inspirational statement that describes your vision for the future of the farm and how your values will be incorporated into your farm. Um, which I feel like I've kind of gone into a little bit of this too, but, um, but I want to, you know, kind of run through these really quick here. I've got, uh, we've got about five, five or so minutes. So, um, I think I can kind of, you know, bust through these really quick and, uh, you know, it, and it kind of help. it's going to just, you know, further help with the planning of the farm and like, you know, flushing out those, flushing out those ideas that I've got in my mind. So, um, so what economic, environmental, or community values are important to the success of the farm? And, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, the whole business is about, uh, is about environmentalism and community values. Uh, you know, part of running a CSA is kind of cultivating a community of, you know, of people who support your farm and cultivating a community of people who want to live a healthier, uh, better life. So I think like gardening for gains, you know, obviously I've tied in the bodybuilding thing with gardening, but, uh, but like, you know, people are, I, I think it's easy to like look to black and white at it. Like, Oh, gains make means like you're making money or, you know, whatever. But, and that might be part of it. Obviously it's a business, so we got to make money. Um, but a huge portion of that is, you know, it's, it's not about the gains of the money. It's about the gains of the mind and it's about gains of like the body and, and just, uh, making those gains with the farm and, and, you know, taking it to another level every year, learning, um, realizing that we don't have all the answers right off the bat, but that's something that kind of develops over time. Um, but I'd say overall, it's about, you know, providing fresh, fresh, organic, organically grown produce to, you know, people that are wanting to better their lives and their health. And, you know, that's kind of the, the biggest mission statement that I could offer because, uh, you know, at, at the heart of this is health and, and the longevity of your life. Um, so number two, what products or services in a general sense do you expect to, to provide? So obviously with that, it's going to be the weekly or bi-weekly CSA boxes. Um, you know, we call them the crop box. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of other people that have that name too, but, uh, but that's a huge part of the business. It is a you know, a recurring subscription, either weekly or bi-weekly or monthly or whatever people want. Um, you know, you can either pay for a whole season or go week by week. Um, and then, you know, and that's pretty, that's the most basic one at this point. Uh, and, and I guess that's the one that would be the easiest for me to scale because of, you know, it's just about the production. So, um, so that would be the main product. Other products would be like, vegetable starts. Um, I was thinking about getting more into like flowers, annuals and that sort of thing. So 
if the space and its uh, planning allows for it, uh, definitely going to diversify into that sort of thing. You know, looking at things like mums and um, just you know annuals, pansies, that sort of stuff too. So, so that would be like the product range. As far as services, you know, I would love to offer like a garden design, garden install, garden maintenance. It, it would almost be like, you know, kind of like a landscaping company, but just for gardens and for. Um, you know, whether that is a landscaping garden or an actual garden, uh, you know, vegetable, herb garden or that, you know, that sort of thing. And, um, and, and it's kind of interesting because like in Europe and like other parts of the world, like garden, like gardening and landscaping aren't different. They're kind of like part of the same thing. So, so I think it's interesting how like we kind of differentiate that in America and like landscape is different than garden. So, so I kind of want to, I don't know, bring that back together. And, uh, and, you know, beyond that, I think that like gardening consultations, garden coaching, uh, as well as like some live events, you know, I've got a lot of people that are reaching out about succulents, about microgreens and just general plant healthcare tips and, um, you know, how to get started and, you know, just getting, getting people over that initial hump of just fear of the unknown. So, so that's a, you know, a huge, another huge part that I, I could see, um, you know, being part of the business and, and, and that's something that we could scale, you know, easily right now. And it's just, um, it would just be about kind of the marketing and finding the, you know, the people who are interested in that and, uh, and a venue. So, so those, those are some of the things on the top of mind right now, target customers, uh, you know, I think it depends on which service you're looking at, but you know, the nice thing about food is that everybody eats it. So, um, you know, so there's a very wide market there, but I think that like the gardening for gains part, um, you know, probably will attract a more, uh, maybe a younger demographic or just the demographic of like health conscious fitness, uh, CrossFit bodybuilding type of, you know, mentality. But then I also see like, uh, you know, young parents, young moms, dads, and just young families that are trying to, you know, incorporate more healthy living. And, and beyond that, you know, I think a lot of people are just thirsting for that knowledge of, you know, how do I grow plants and how do I do this and, and just becoming more self-sufficient. Um, and let's see, let's go down the line here so we can probably bust this out pretty quick. Uh, so what customer or market needs will your, will your business address? I think that we've kind of gone into that um, a little bit, but basically just providing local, locally grown, organically grown, fresh produce, um, you know, for an area that, you know, we do have it, but I don't think that we have people uh, maybe going about it as actively as I, like I want to. Um, and I just really, I really think that there's a huge gap in, you know, building up that D to C market um, you know, direct from farmer to consumer. So, you know, as long as I can get the production down, I think that is, you know, that's going to happen. Uh, as far as, you know, other than that, I think that a lot of people, you know, like I said, a lot of people are thirsting for that knowledge of how to grow, how to garden and become more self-sustainable. So through the garden coaching and the consultation, I think that will also help to take care of that need. What do you expect your business to look like in the future? Uh, so this is something I've been alluding to for a while now, but uh, there's a couple large greenhouses here in Piqua uh, that cost quite a bit of money, but um, 
you know, I want to see my business grow to that level. I want to have, you know, multiple acres of production. Um, and, and, you know, and I've talked about this a lot too, but it's not all, all, always just all about the production. It's more about um, the quality of the production and the yield and maximizing your outputs while minimizing your inputs. And that's, um, you know, so basically what I'm saying is, you know, at, we will build and scale quality, but at the end of the day, having a shitload of land and greenhouses is where we're going to be and uh, have a nice diversified year round uh, product that we can offer. How do you expect the business to be perceived by the community and the customers in the future? I think that is a, uh, that's pretty easy to say that I, I think that people will only begin to look on that as more um, acceptable, more of a need that needs to be filled within the community as far as like providing the fresh, organically grown, flavorful vegetables while promoting health. Like, I think that's something that, you know, people aren't tying in together enough is like, it's not enough to just have the healthy food, but it's about having that healthy lifestyle as well. So that's something that I'm really pushing for. And it's not just with the body, it's not just with fitness, but it's about that mental health too. And, you know, you know, I went to school for psychology. My original plan was to become a psychiatrist or a psychologist. And, and you know, I think that, I think that businesses can help a lot more <clears throat> than like actually going straight at the problem like that. Like, I think that, uh, you know, with, being a psychologist or psychiatrist, you might have a more, you know, one-on-one -on -one targeted approach with people. But I think there's also just a very small percentage of people who actually can afford that or who, who will actually be vulnerable enough to do it. So, um, you know, the best way to promote health is like to do it through normal life and to show people that, you know, struggles aren't um, some siloed thing and some something that you have to kind of hide behind the doors about. And, you know, it's something that we all kind of struggle with and it's something that, uh, you know, I think that just kind of releasing that stigma, you know, releasing yourself from that stigma and just realizing the, the power of being vulnerable and the power of, uh, you know, actually looking out for your mental health. So, you know, I think that that's where the business is going to evolve. It, the biggest is in that factor and just in the you know, that's the impact that I want to make. It's not necessarily about getting everyone to hop on and buy the vegetables, but it's about, you know, buying into that mission and buying into the idea that it's not just about, you know, food. It's not just about health. It's about mind, body, garden. And uh, that's what Gardening for Gains is all about. So that's the end of worksheet three. And I got a skedaddle. So hope you all enjoyed. Uh, have a great Friday. And uh, thanks for listening in. And as always, I appreciate it.